Good morning. Welcome to Dear Former In-Laws. This is your host, Anna Georgette Inwick. This is episode 32. How you doing? You doing okay? I'm doing okay. In today's podcast, we're going to talk about filling your own cup. What do I mean when I talk about the phrase filling your own cup? You know how you get on a plane and they make an announcement when it comes to all the safety features that the plane has and trying to encourage you to take advantage of it. One of the things that they say is take care of your own oxygen mask before you take care of that of a child or someone next to you who can't do it for themselves. That's what I mean. Take care of you. If you know anything about the way I operate in my life, whether it be work or school or my personal relationships with people, I'm a very good go-to person. I'm someone who people come to for how to put things together, words to put together to get the attention of someone that they want, ways to put words together to get a promotion, ways to connect with someone that they're fighting with. I know how to build all things being equal using words. Really good at communication. While that's what I do for work, engage people with how to have access to their better selves and communicate even the words you tell yourself. I'm a go-to for a lot of people. But the fact of the matter is, I don't have a go-to for many instances of mine. And many people are like that. You are the one in your circle who fixes things. You are the person who people go to, whether you're a mom or a boss who's in charge of things. You are the one who keeps the workplace together or your team together. You're the one who's constantly interrupted. You are not a person who has, in many instances, a space to go to, to rejuvenate. Or you've not paid attention to the fact that you are not growing. Yes, you bring this amount of skill set, talent, organization to a space. But where do you go for your own healing in your own regrouping. Many people are not naturally giving. And it's not because they're bad people. They're just accustomed to checking in with you for their solutions to their problems. But where do you go? Who checks for you? Who checks in with you to ask you? How are you doing? What are you doing to measure your own progress? What are you doing to get yourself from where you are, despite all these amazing skills, to where you want to be? Who's checking in with you? Some people don't realize that they don't ask how you're doing. You have to check in with yourself. You feel like you are the glue keeping something together. Or without you, things will fall apart. A lot of mothers find themselves in this situation. And there are many in, in those instances, they are absolutely correct. You're all about 
making sure everyone else's needs are met, getting that work done, making sure the meeting is together. You've got to let that guilt go when it comes to self-care. Self-care doesn't mean that you're being selfish. I have a friend who just will not take any time off to go to a doctor's appointment or to a dentist appointment or to anything that makes her have fun because she has to keep her team together. What are you doing to keep your cup full? Sometimes you have to unplug. You really have to, and I don't think I'll make enough of these type of podcasts. That your cup is not full doesn't mean that it's the end of the world. One of the things that people in this situation don't do is they don't pursue their passion. We swear we don't have time. I used to be that way. You've got to make the time. Now, this sounds so cliche. I started telling myself, I don't have time, but I'm going to X, Y, Z. I don't have time, but I'm going to X, Y, Z. But if you, if you leave it with, I don't have time, you'll never get it done. One of the things that I realized that I'm not going to spend a lot of my time doing is coaching people for free. There are too many people that suck the living life out of me with feedback and advice about something that they pretend to go on to do, especially when the advice is free. They will pay thousands of dollars for athletic coaches or, I don't know, paying their pastors to advise them on certain areas of their life. But then when you give them, quote-unquote, life coaching advice, I don't do life coaching, but just consulting on their lives, and I speak freely as you you would with a friend, it's my observation that they don't do anything with that information. So for me, I'm not going to empty my cup any longer giving quote-unquote free advice or free consulting. I'll talk and listen to you like a friend, but what I do with my work, I'm going to separate that and stop bringing that to my friendships. It sucks me dry and it's painful to watch someone not do what they can to not marinate in mediocrity. But that's for myself. Those things empty my cup. What does it look like for you? I also want to help others that are truly disadvantaged. When I first went on this divorce journey, I was working a lot with disadvantaged people. I have so many homeless stories because I've been there before. And I want to get back to working more and more with those with that demographic. I also want to spend more time outdoors. I miss the beach. I stopped going to the beach because I associated the beach with my former lifestyle where I used to, I've always lived by the beach, but now I don't. And it was hard for me to make that mental shift from the journey I was on to deserving to be outdoors. And I broke that pattern a couple of months ago. I want to do that for myself. Stop and smell the roses, right? I want to get some of that vitamin D. Fill your cup. There are so many practical ways That you can do so. But you have to fill your own cup first. Really, the emphasis I want to make on this is not so much, oh, here are the ways in which you can fill your cup, but the importance of doing so is what I want to emphasize. People take from our cup in so many ways. It can be our emotional cup, causing our peace of mind to be disrupted by the way they do things or the way they, quote-unquote, be Right? Fill your own cup. 
making others a priority above your needs is going to turn into bitterness and resentment. And I hear it from the very group of people I'm talking about. Even mothers and children and bosses who have made what they deemed sacrifices. I have access to many of the behind the scenes conversations. I have been the direct recipient of someone who had so much bitterness against their mother and what it causes on the tail end of that. I've heard mothers who've made so many sacrifices for their sons and daughters who didn't feel that they were rewarded and it turns into bitterness and resentment. If <laughs> You've got to fill your own cup first so that you can have much more to take from for yourself. And I think that your experience of yourself and those people at the end of it, and this applies to me too, won't be as bitter. Because there is, and I've been on the other end of it as well, where you're thinking, I've made so many sacrifices, but you gave everything of yourself. So what does it mean? You have to be your own personal supply of energy because you can't even help yourself. When I lost everything financially, emotionally, all of that good stuff from my divorce, I had nothing. I was depleted. But you won't feel happy or well because of it. Life is really meant to be enjoyed a little bit at a time, in the very least. The long-term Prolonged suffering is just uncalled for. I've shared before that I've lost up to 10 to 15 people. I can't even keep track. I really don't want to. It's too painful this year. Many of them lived a full life, but many of them were waiting for something later at the other end to come in. One particular friend comes to mind. She was waiting to be in a relationship. While she was waiting to be in a relationship, right before she died, I was coming out of one. What the fuck? Where is the reward for yourself? Fill your cup. Where, where do you want to go? Don't wait to travel with a significant other. Go. Don't wait for a church event before you wear something great. Wear something amazing to where people tell you, where are you going? Why do you want to look so good in your coffin? And look raggedy here on earth. Fill your cup with joy. I don't think when I talk about these things, I'm even coming off as a guru. Because as I think about it, for the first half or 75% of this year, I remember dressing so frumpily because I had added so much weight. Hell, on Saturday, somebody asked me if I was pregnant. That's a whole different conversation. But what I was doing for the first 75% of this year was dressing very poorly. You know why? Because I was waiting to find my skinny self first. When I lose weight, then I'll wear these nice clothes. What? Nah. That's not happening. What am I doing? What am I working so hard for? What are you working so hard for? Fill your cup. Serve yourself. Because the people who take advantage of you and waste your time and suck you dry of all your energy, wisdom, and insight don't care if you're replenishing. 
Do they ever have a conversation with you and when they're done say, hey, I want to check in with you. How are you doing? Is there any area which I can serve you? I'm not saying they're bad people. I'm just saying you've got to be conscious of it. Be aware. It takes energy to serve. They don't care. They only notice when you're unavailable. They're not bad people. I'm just saying serve yourself so you'll have even more than enough to give other people. You're welcome. I told you when I share these things, I'm sharing them as someone who's been through some stuff, not as a guru. But I tell you all the time, it is up to you to make it a great day. Thank you for listening.